Broadcasting from the third coast and recorded live at Tripod South Studios, this is The Hango Show. I need to get inside your head. I got to know if you insane. I want to swim around your bloodstream. You know, I, I really don't think that I've, I've ever heard the word wolf pussy. <laughs> Until just a minute ago. Help, you know? <laughs> I you stick around us, you learn some shit. I mean, I'm sure, man, if you, you know, you, you think of that, you know, you think of. Google I mean, it and see what you of, get. Of some, no, I don't even want to think of, no, 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 no. It's not the same as Cougar, I promise. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure, man. There's going to wind up on some websites you don't want to be on. Yeah, there's some top shelf difference there, I'm sure. Oh, shit. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Hango Show. What a way to start, huh? This is your host, Tango Wood, and tonight I got the boys back in here. I got I got Jut, and I got a harpoon back in the saddle. Took a, we didn't take a week off last week, last time we did this. We just did it a couple days early when we had Jay on. Right. And then Nancy fled to Florida, <laughs> left, left Jud alone with the with the beasts. Did, so she, he had to, did she bring you back a bag of sand? No. <laughs> she no. had at least done that so you could stuck your toes in the Could sand. Have. Too. I just hate sand, so oh, dude. I dodged a bullet. <laughs> a port in your underwear drawer. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I got enough sand in my vagina lately. Well, damn. Son of a bitch. He was getting it, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Oh, goodness. So, so Harpoon, how, how's your last couple of weeks been going, man? Man, it's... Uh, it, it's... Work-wise, we're we're still you know pretty much wide open. You know the days we're there, we're we're really busy. Uh, continuing to have a employee shortage. Um, I think the last time uh, that we recorded, I had a few a couple of new employees that were. No, you didn't. You, you well, had well, these are kids that had worked for me previously that had come in to fill in for okay. for this uh, this weekend. And while they were there, you know, it was, they were, they were talking about how they wanted to continue to do this on the, you know, on a part-time basis, you know, for whatever, because they both had other jobs. Well, that was the only weekend they worked. They didn't come back anymore? Oh, ah. I'm like, okay. So, I mean, you know, it's still just pretty teasing much. you now. Yeah. So this weekend, luckily we had uh, Nick, he came back. He had been a um, couple of weeks quarantined. Um, with everybody around him had, had the bug and he never got it, but he was, he continued to test negative, you know, throughout the whole thing. He was several times, six or eight times, you know, but, um, so anyway, he was, he, he was cleared up and he came back. So it was, uh, it was a, a lot easier. It seemed like this weekend, you know, even though we were super shorthanded. Um, Y'all had football pizzas this week. Didn't football, you? yeah, we had concession pizzas. I saw Mike a couple of days before. It may have been the day of that Friday. Oh yeah, he yeah. came by the shop. Yeah, and, he was uh, telling me he came by. Yeah, to see you. Um, I tell you, man, golly, yeah, we, you know, I talked to him about trying to come on tonight, you know, and he's got he's got a business that he runs, and he's just running it. I mean, he's just running late um, along this time. And I know you said, you know, when the season changed, you know, to try to get him on and, and he wants to, he listens to the show. He's, <laughs> he loves it. You know, and while he's doing, you know, what he does, he's, he's got the show on the background. And, cool. And, uh, yeah, I want to get money Michael here for sure, dude. Just, 
That could be a damn four-hour episode. Yeah, let's, start, let's do it like on a Sunday afternoon where we can start way early yeah. so we can get out here by midnight. He's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a hoot. Get them and life I, lessons. And I tell you something, man, working with him and Nick, you know, Nick's a, he's a, he's a younger guy. He's, he's 19 and, but he's, um, it, it was kind of like everybody when you first, you know, started hanging out with our group. Everybody was a little green, you know, comparatively speaking, (laughs) you know, regardless of what their background is, they were still a little green. Well, just being around my mic, I'm telling you what, man, you know, Nick has opened up so much. Oh, my God. He brought the devil out. Well, he's he's just been, you know, exposed to a lot more um, friendly hazing. Oh, yeah. Michael, Michael. Give a little little baptism all of his own. Yeah, it's super funny. He keeps everybody laughing in there, you know, even when it's, you know, it's super hot and, and it can, and it, you know, has the potential of being ill, everybody being ill because you're super busy and you're doing two people's work easy and, you know, in a short amount of time. But, yeah, he's pretty good at keeping everybody laughing. Keep everybody loose. Um, yeah. You know, and I mean, he's, of course, you know, uh, oh, my gosh, man, well, uh so we, we we had some cucumber plants that were back there in the back garden this year that um they came up and uh and, and I told uh Nick I have him go out there man and check the garden. We have some tomatoes and stuff. We got we got you know, had a pretty good little uh patch this year and so I would get Nick, you know, after he got through the prep work, go out there and, you know, pull the fresh tomatoes off or whatever and, and gather up some uh some other stuff and you know, we had some cantaloupes and pumpkins and um, some cucumbers. Well, anyway, so the cucumbers are, are now kind of finishing up. Yeah. You know, everything's kind of finished up, but there was still a few of them left out there that I just kind of let go. You know, well, there was one of them that turned out to be like this big 18 inch curve, oh, just hammer of a cucumber out there, you know, and I told Nick, I was like, man, we got to tell Mike to quit pissing in this garden, man. <laughs> You see what he's, the fertilizer coming out of that man. No shit. He's growing replicas of him out here, man. And Nick loved it. I was like, oh my gosh, man. He he was breaking Mike's balls about that. You bet they're fucking implants again, Mike? No. Damn it. It's just, you know, he's got a, he's got a one of them, you know, and, and we tease him about it. That's a good thing to be teased about, I guess. Yeah. Jig, how about, how about you, man? Anything, anything crazy going on this week? Not really. Yeah, just more uh, of the same old bullshit. Yep. <laughs> it lives about another day, huh? Um, I'm worn out, man. I'm I'm not. I can't lie about it. I'm just I'm tired all the time. You know, I don't know if I'm going to have a business week to week now. Yeah. So, I don't know. You need you an outlet, man. I'm gonna keep. You know, I'm gonna keep the doors open as long as I can. That's that's about all I can do. Yeah. But I mean, there's nobody's getting through. Oh, they uh, they turned on even more of them now. Oh yeah, they've they've sent they've sent MDOs to like close to 300 companies, if not more. You know, and some of the largest manufacturers in the United States. Um, Turning Point Brands was one of them that got an MDO. I think last week. What is MDO? Uh, market denial order. That means they're not they're. Uh, it's illegal they're, for them to make stuff. They're at the application that they sent in to have the, you know, get authorized um, is not happening. They got denied that that opportunity. That, it's just on new products that they're coming out with? They can any, still continue to make any. They can't make any of this, even the stuff they've already been making? No. How, what the? Nothing's getting through. Uh, 
far as I, far as what I've seen. Like uh, there's there's still some pending, but they're sending basically, ver- other than a few paragraphs changed here or there for certain companies, they're getting the same blanket denial order, and it's just. Um, so they're basically telling the companies, man, that they can't produce the product you need to, for inventory. Right. So your inventory is 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 coming to an end it, through this. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, if I if I carry any of those products, um, you know, not only are they not going to be able to make them anymore, manufacture that product, if they're if they're not authorized for sale, they're illegal. So. Either I have to strip them off the shelf or wait until FDA enforcement comes through my door and starts ripping stuff off my shelf, which they do, right now they don't have anything set up for that that I know of. They do they do FDA stops and every you know they'll go in and check a shop here or there um, to make sure everything's still kosher. But um, I don't know. It's it's bad news. But yeah, one there's two of the large, two of the real big manufacturers in the United States got denial orders. Avail Vapors, not familiar with them, and Turning Point Brands. Uh, well, Turning Point uh, just last year made, I think, I think it was close to four hundred million, and they had sent uh, ten million dollars worth of PMTAs to the FDA. Good God, for product, and. Uh, they got the same denial order anybody else would. Uh, so they're suing them. Mm. They're suing the FDA. Good. Looks like at least they have the money uh, to back it up. They, yeah, they do. I, I don't know that it'll go anywhere. I'm hoping it does because I'm, the way the wording in how they're denying these orders is uh, summarized. It's uh, the you have to prove that your product is it's more of a benefit for adults to quit smoking than it is kids picking it up how do you prove that what well, you know you said they haven't given any standards at all for these companies to follow right so how are you going to tell people that your product is beneficial and exceeds or meets or exceeds those standards when they haven't given them out why is it the company's job to prove that and not the FDA's? Well, I agree. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. The FDA is, should be testing these products and finding out that, yeah, they're, they're way less harmful. But we know. But we, they're not. We've known f- for centuries now, for at least a couple, that the government says it's, the onus is on you to do stuff, not on them. I mean, I, that's, they've done it in every, every department. Every alphabet boy you can think of, it be FDA, DEA, ATF. Yeah, the onus always goes back to the citizens. Is is you trying to prove yourself innocent? Yeah, you know when really they got to prove that you're guilty, the way it should be, right? Yeah. But it's not. But yeah, I'm, what you said. How are people going to prove this stuff if they've given no guidelines? To yeah. I mean, most government agencies have got some kind of guidelines that you have to meet, whether it be a health inspector of some sort or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Harpoon, you know when the health inspector comes in, they've got a sheet, and you've got to meet or exceed those standards to get yep. your your let your 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 rating rating or license, whatever it is. Yeah. With them saying, "Prove it." Okay, what part of this do you want me to prove? Yeah. 
nicotine levels. Yeah. How many more? Health. How many more adults have to die from smoking right. for you to listen to us? And they don't care about those people. Those yeah. are smokers. Ugh. Now they don't like the, those. Where's the money? Like, as far as what? The, well, I mean, why is the FDA saying that you, they that y'all can't sell this stuff? I the mean, money's in cigarettes. Okay, that's what I'm getting at. And they're funding. <laughs> they're funding as well. So they, they get funded a lot of money through tobacco taxes. So it's a more lot. beneficial to them for you not to be able to sell your product. Exactly. So there you go. I mean, it's the money trade. Sure. Always, oh, always it's always been. been. It's all we've and we've known that it's been it's been the master settlement money for years. Mm-hmm. You know. And we were a threat to that, always have been. And then it, you know, vaping doubled every year. It was on the American market, and uh, I think now I don't know what the last count was, but uh, I think it was either 2000, 2019 or two thousand twenty. Um, there was a drop in cigarette sales of over uh, three hundred fifty billion <sighs> cigarettes. That's a, that's a hit. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Almost half a trillion and, dollars in loss. You know, of course, all these all the special interest groups are taking credit for that and oh, like, yeah. well, we did that. We had the <laughs> we had the age raised to 21. Well, that happened in 2019. Yeah. All right. So, of course it was going to drop, but you're just blowing over the fact that vaping was taken over. Yeah. And then saying that, "Hey, we did this." You know, we're going to take credit for this drop in smoking. It's easy to be tall when you're standing on the shoulders of a giant. You know well, what I mean? <laughs> I mean, when you got billionaires back in your stupid yeah. little group, I agree. It's uh, Jeez, that's man. that's hard money to to deal with. So thanks, Mike Bloomy. <laughs> Mike Bloomberg up in that shit. Remember when he wanted to outlaw soda mm-hmm. in uh, New York City? And I was like. Pff- I'm going to start running fucking soda in New York City. I'm going to be a millionaire in six months. Yeah. Start wow. Contraband well, was, market. Was it him as well that wanted to do the sin tax on anything over like 16 or 12 ounces? I think, yeah. Was he he was yeah. wanting to put like a sugar what? tax on <laughs> or oh, yeah, sin dude. tax on anything over 12 That's ounces? I was, I was like, man, we're going to get a van. We're going to load that some bitch up with 20 ounce bottles of Mountain Dew. <clears throat> And we're going to go to New York, <laughs> pull into New York or sell them by the back streets, man. By the yeah. Hey, kid, want some Mountain Dew? Yeah. <laughs> it's the super size. <laughs> um, so my week was really interesting this week. I, I've been waiting to tell these stories to y'all. Yeah. Notice I said stories. Cause, oh, man. All right. So the week started off pretty normal. Uh, just doing my, my average run every night or whatever. Well, then Saturday came around. That's when I started texting y'all late that night. Saturday came around, and I had to go to my metro area to get my pickup. I had to, my first delivery was in this big college town, one of our state universities. Well, I pull into town right as their game is ending. SEC wow. school. Yeah. You know, so you can imagine the crowd that was at this game. I do know. So I'm pulling into town, and, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of smart people that go to that school, but they should worry about studying how crosswalks work because it was just a sea of pandemonium in the streets, people crossing the street at anywhere, wherever they wanted, yeah. you know, on, on their motorized scooters because they're so big they can't walk. You know, it was just <laughs> it was, wow. it was a mass of humanity moving through the streets. So I get to the hospital. And there's like five fraternity guys sitting in the back of a pickup truck drinking beer in the hospital parking lot, right outside the ER. 
I'm like, well, this is a great game, sign. Game night. Great game night, you know. Yeah. This <laughs> movie is party to the hospital. And so I go to make my drop there, and I leave there. Have to go all the way down Highway 9 again. This time, even further. I ended up in... Holy smokes. Okay. <laughs> and so I get there. You know how big that hospital, or you can imagine how big that hospital is, about the size of this room, yeah, you know. And so I walk in, and there's a younger girl behind the counter. Usually it's a guy I call Three Tooth Tommy who works behind the counter, okay? Like, he he had like he had some serial, some serious um, mental, uh, not mental, uh, oral. oral problems. Some dentistry needs to be happening, or maybe too much is taken he was kind of bald-headed in the mouth, as you like to say. Yeah, bald-headed <laughs> in the mouth, that's right. So this girl's behind behind the counter in the ER, and uh, she's cute, you know, little little thick, you know, just the right amount of thick, a you know, little more cushion for the pushing. And so uh, I woke up there, and you know, I said, I need to go to the lab. I have a delivery to make. Okay, great. And she's wearing uh, looks like, like like sundress material, kind of thin, you know. <clears throat> longer dress, maybe down to her knees. Well, she she turned in her seat, and when she stood up, she had been sitting on her dress and didn't know it. So I got to see a purple G-string, right? And when she stood up, I, I I just turned after I saw what I saw, just turned to meet her when she came around, and I think she knows that I saw because her face is red, and she's, like, smoothing her dress down, and she walks around the corner, you know? And so I dropped that off. Well, then I stopped to get gas. That's when our whole conversation started. Oh. You know, while I was texting <laughs> y'all about going through this, th- through the town and everything. And I was trying to advise Judd on his situation at the time, <laughs> making sure he was okay, talking him off the ledge. You made it. Yeah, yeah you made it. Yeah. He's here. <laughs> he survived reentry. That's yeah. great. <laughs> so um, that was funny. That was funny. <laughs> All systems go. Yeah, that was funny. Major Tom was floating around. Hell yeah, he was. <laughs> and so, uh, Sunday night was uh, <laughs> turned into absolute chaos. We did, did my first my first run of the night. Got back and I had an order to take south to. And so I turned and get on the highway. Once I left the town I work in, stopped at this. At this gas station, right there on the side of the highway, in uh, it's a little Chevron station, right off the highway, I pull in. I go in there all the time. Number one, because the guy behind the counter is always super nice, uh, very redneckish, but super super nice. He works nights there all the time, and they always have like fresh made. They have a cook on staff all the time that, that make fresh food. You know, so back when I was eating the gas station food, I could always stop there and grab whatever I needed. Mm-hmm. And so I pull in to get gas. I was, I was almost out. And there's like, um, you remember like the K five blazers, the old Chevy blazers with the, the back came off. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. One of those is sitting there. And this girl that might weigh 70 pounds is going into the store when I pull in. Okay. And not a cute 70 pounds, like emaciated drug addict, 70 pounds. Ouch. Okay, so that blazer's sitting on the side of the building. I pull in to get gas. I'm not pumping gas. I hear like yelling, like muffled yelling. I'm like, it's not my business. 
My name's Bennett, and I ain't in it. My name's Paul. This is between y'all. And they, it progressively got louder and lengthier and just like, like nope. Don't do it, Hango. Don't get involved. Not your circus, not your monkeys, you know. <laughs> so I finished pumping my gas, go to walk into the store, and it, I can still hear the yelling. I don't, I don't look. I'm laser-focused on getting to that door. Walk in the door, the girl's at the counter talking talking to Billy, is the guy's name. Mm-hmm. Didn't know it until this night. <laughs> You'll know how I figured it out. So I went and grabbed a couple bottles of water, go up to the counter. She's like, bye, Billy. She, when, when she turned to go toward the door, that truck apparently had pulled up right in front of the door, like facing the door. Oh, gosh. I'm like, how you doing? He's like, great, but my water up there. Well, she opens the door by the time, and she goes, what the fuck are y'all doing? Billy, they're out here fighting. <laughs> so Billy reaches under under the shell, under like the countertop oh, shit. and comes out with the most illegal shotgun I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> and I've seen a lot of illegal yeah. firearms, but this one it was a it was a pump action shotgun and the barrel was cut even where the slide's at. What? To <laughs> so this barrel might have been 10 inches long. Maybe. Maybe that's 12. A, that's as dangerous to him as it is to the, <laughs> yeah, the recipient, man. <laughs> and so he comes up, <laughs> cocks this shotgun. So one's in the, one's in the tube now. <laughs> Around the counter he comes. And I, really? I kind of just, well, I didn't have any weapons. My pocket knife. <laughs> Why would you even want to pull one out? No. So I was like, I'm going to step back here behind something hard and hide out when yeah. the bullets start flying, you know. And so, here goes Billy around the counter with his shotgun, this highly illegal shotgun in his hands. He kicks open the front door, and it's what looks like an 80-year-old man and maybe a 30-year-old dude just going at it. And when I say going at it, the 30-year-old dude is beating the shit out of this old man. Damn. So, Billy kicks open the front door. Stop right there, motherfucker. I'll blow your goddamn head off. That's <laughs> this shotgun leveled at this kid. Well, the old man scrambles inside past me, breathing heavy and like, call the law, call the law. I ain't calling shit. That's going to be on y'all. I'm not calling the police up here. So Billy's having words with the guy outside, still got this shotgun pointed at the kid, Damn. you know, and him and the girl get into a shout match while Billy has the shotgun pointed at this guy. She like steps into the line of fire as <laughs> to start yelling at him. He's like, I don't give a good goddamn <laughs> Get out of here. I'm calling the law. So he comes back inside, pulls the damn wireless phone out of his pocket, and dials 911, gives them the address and shit. And the old man's sitting there huffing and puffing, carrying on. And he says something to Billy. Billy's like, shut the fuck up. You ain't no better than they are. Like that. Damn, Billy ain't taking no shit. No guess, shit. You know? And so... By the time he rings me up, the old man, he goes, get the hell out of here. Go, go out there. Because the, the boy and girl ran off across the highway, which there's nothing there but woods out there. I mean, it's in the middle of nowhere. That's and the best place they could run. He's like, get the hell out of here and go in on the police. Shit. <laughs> get the fuck out you know? of the woods is what they'll be thinking <laughs> about a half hour later at yeah. night. And so he rings me up. He goes, every one of them sons of bitches nothing but meth heads. I said, even though he goes, oh, especially that old man, old man, he's 55 years old. He looked 80. Yeah. He's like, he's 55 years old, maybe. 
He goes, they do this shit all the time. They go up here, they get all high on their, on their fucking meth, and they start a fight in the parking lot. Wow. I'm like, well, bye, Billy. Thanks for not shooting me, you know. And by the time, I, like, by the time he had me rung up, <clears throat> I was walking out, the police were already there. In 30 seconds, they showed up. There's not a whole lot going on. No, there's not time. a lot of time in that town. In that town, there ain't shit going on besides meth heads. They were just down the street at the, at the nearest donut shop. They were like two blocks away. Here we come. So then Monday night was was chaos because we had a we had a very bad wreck here locally. Um, I found out today it was a drunk driver hit a woman and her two kids. Really. Um. They've been the person that saw the news. Not they've been charged with three uh, counts of vehicular vehicular assault. I think what the, what it was. I can't remember what it was. Mm-hmm. It was three felony charges. Um, so I'm coming back from my first room where I got our product at, and the local hospital calls me. Hey, let me get them platelets. What platelets? We ordered two platelets stat two hours ago. I said, and who called to let us know? Well, nobody. I was like, how am I going? I'm, I'm on the road for the first four hours of the night. I don't know shit unless somebody calls me. Yeah, right. I said, well, I know we don't have any there. I said, I'm bringing a couple back, I think. I hope they packed them up. And when I get when I get to my first drop, they have my, my stuff packaged, ready for me to go. Right. I said, maybe they put them in there. Maybe they didn't. We'll see. I said, but I'm letting you know right now, these two are going to be the only two you're getting tonight. So something serious is going on. Well, we got... We got Three massives going on, which is a massive transfusion of blood. We got three going on right now. And so that was from this accident that happened. Um, I said, well, I'll be there. I'm about 45 minutes away. I'm, well, can you not get somebody to bring? I was like, we don't have any there. So I'm trying to tell you. There's, there's nothing for them to bring you right now. We don't have the product. So by the time I get back there and get, and luckily they put two labeled platelets that I could send out in the package. Scanned both of them and got them up there. When I got them up there, they said they had lost one of the people. And it was a 13-year-old boy. But they told me, they said, you know, when they got in there to work on him, he had a uh, torn aorta. So there was nothing they were going to be able to do. I mean, it's not something you just stick a Band-Aid on. That's Mm -hmm. some serious shit. Uh, And then it was the mom and the daughter were in there. And they're the ones... Which they, I think they were both B positive, and I only had two units of B pods to send them, and so they said to start supplementing it with O pods, which can cause problems for women of childbearing age. So I'm hoping that the daughter didn't have to get too much of it. I think she's like 16, 17 years old. Um, so I think that the daughter had her back broke in the accident, and she's a really she's a standout basketball player here locally. God. She already had scholarship offers like to some some big women's basketball programs. Holy smoke. And so you know, thoughts of that family for sure. For sure. Um, Is she from our county? Uh one where I'm from. Okay. Gotcha. Um she's like like her mom teaches at a town north of where I grew up, but that girl plays basketball at the school I went to. Thank God. Yeah, so that was that was constant all night long, just running blood from our center to our local hospital. They were ordering blood, 
plasma. They were doing everything they could to, mm-hmm. to get these, these people set. That was all night long. Just not, I mean, it's not a long drive to that hospital. It's just up the road, but it was like every hour they're putting in another order stat, trying to get a more product, mm. you know, that plus on top of all the other people coming into the ER, you know, so it was like a compounding thing. Um, that was really the two big stories from this week. The, the Billy shotgun story that really, uh, I, I called mom the next morning just to tell her about, <laughs> about the shit I saw. And I wanted to tell you all this story all week long. Oh, my gosh. But I wanted to sit on it yeah. until we got back here so I get your natural reactions to it. Did you ever ask about the frat boys? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> That's part somebody- of the course, man. I mean. <laughs> Did you see somebody man inside, man, with a split open head? And- <laughs> I no. was, we were doing keg stands, and somebody let me go. <laughs> Face planted on the keg of it. You probably fell off a porch somewhere. Um, I guess we got some 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 crazy news this week. Uh, talk about MMA news first. Uh, what was the big fight this week? Who was it? You remember? There was, uh, I think the there was there was two title fights, um, or not or, not Ortiz Ortega. And I'm, I'm thinking the guy's a, a Middle Eastern slash Russian. Um, I couldn't really pronounce his name. Um, that was a that was a good fight. I think it pretty much went the distance. Mm-hmm. Um, there was the women's belt. Um, I forgot the weight class, but uh, that was a pretty good that was a pretty good fight. I just saw some highlights off of that. But the but the little lady that holds the belt retained it. Okay, and then there was a kind of a throwback who, fight. Which who was it? Was it the Brazilian Brazilian girl? Um, no, I think this. Uh, oh, what's her name? Uh, uh, should uh, um, I guess she's kind of a blondish brown. Um, well, it's not not Rose, the girl with the buzz no, cut. Okay, no, 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 I don't think she's champ anymore. Anyway, I don't believe. Uh, I think this is the, the the lady that beat her. Okay, and uh, and she's held, and then she's she's defended a couple of times. And uh, and this was another successful defense. I like Rose Namajunas. Yeah. I think she is she's badass. Yeah, she's she's an incredibly talented MMA artist. Um, Just first, all around athlete. She's athlete. Baddies, yeah. badass. Yeah, her husband is a is M- MMA. Uh, uh, wish Jay was in here. We should have talked about MMA. Jay's a big MMA guy. He, uh, he loves that shit. The throwback fight on the car this past was uh, um, Diaz versus Lawler. Uh, uh, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. There is it was uh they they fought once I guess about six or eight years ago, maybe ten years ago or something like that. They're both thirty nine. They're out of the basically out of the loop, you know. But it was just a throwback fight. Uh Diaz had won the the first time. Um Lawler won this time. Well yeah, he was talking all kinds of shit before the why am I fighting Lawler? I done beat his ass once. What the fuck are you gonna yeah. be talking shit like that? Yeah. Robbie a, Lawler is a, a fucking beast, man. Sometimes oh, yeah. he comes in there and just Heavy-handed. turns it on. Yep. So that's good. I don't know, man. What what kind of news you got? Oh, I was talking about, you know, we, I sent y'all the video of the guy, uh, I know, uh, Ben Parrish, the guy who fought in Bellator. Uh, people talked about a bunch of mad shit. Um, it's, my company I used to work for sponsored him in one of his early fights when he oh. was doing local fights. Um, and people were talking mad shit about Ben because you know, he don't have like the the physique you would see when you think of an MMA fighter, mm-hmm. you don't, you don't think of he Josh Barnett was a, was a perfect example. Mm-hmm. You know, the dude, the dude is 
He's a murderer. Yeah. <laughs> Josh, oh, Josh yeah. Barnett would take somebody's head off. But if you look at him, I mean, he's, he's a tall guy, mm-hmm. but he don't have that cut yeah, rip physique. He, he looks kind of deflated, I guess you would say. Smooth. Smooth yeah. skin. Ben's built kind of the same way. Not a big imposing figure, but that don't mean shit if a guy knows some technique. Oh, yeah. You know, and he flatlined a guy in his first, in his Bellator fight. And people online were talking all kinds of shit about Ben. Oh, God, look, he's skinny, fat, he's this, he's that, you know, blah, 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 blah. And he got in the ring, and he smoked that dude. Just put his ass out. Yeah. You know, you, you don't judge people by the way they look. I mean, you look at their their talent, you know, and he, oh, yeah. he killed it. So congratulations to Ben Parrish for his. And, and just thinking, you know, along those lines, too, you know, somebody with a dad bod, you know, type um, idea, you know, uh, used may have used to be or have grown up being an athlete or, or been, you know, um, more well-defined earlier in life, you know, and, and the, and that kind of stuff really doesn't go away. No. You know, if you're an athlete, man, you're kind of an athlete, regardless if you're in shape or out of shape, man, it's just kind of your mentality. Or it's if you learn those skills. Yeah. If you, you got know. those skills, kind of like the riding the bike kind of deal, but, um, I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah, you definitely don't look at somebody and go, yeah, that guy, just because he's got big muscles, will whoop your ass. You know, that guy may not, yeah. just like what you just said. So, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, do you see Conor McGregor throw his first pitch this week? Oh, God. <laughs> do you see it? I, I did, yeah. <laughs> did you see it, Jay? I, I don't even know what you're talking about. Conor McGregor threw out a first pitch at the Cubs game. You know, was, you know Conor McGregor, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. Know, you know what baseball is, right? Yep. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just wouldn't put those together. <laughs> he, yeah, threw the, he threw out the first pitch. I think, of the, I think it was a Cubs game, and he threw it, dude, and it went. He, he's Basically, the one of the dugouts. You know? <laughs> it went. <laughs> the catcher was like squatted down, like smiling, and when he threw it. He's like, "Whoa!" <laughs> it went way out of nowhere. <laughs> like he let it go, like about an eighth of a second too early. Yeah. Like he let it go up here somewhere instead of right there. So he flung it. Uh, before that. He he uh, had a little uproar. You and don't a, say. A, you had to imagine that Conor McGregor involved in physical altercation with Machine Gun Kelly at the MTV Awards. I didn't know they actually had awards still at MTV. What are they giving out awards for? I don't know. Conor McGregor, Machine Gun Best Kelly, pregnant teenager. <laughs> <laughs> right. Who knocked me up? Um, Conor McGregor and Machine Gun Kelly had to be separated on the red carpet after an altercation occurred at the MTV Video Music Awards on Sunday in New York. Photos surfaced of the incident that showed the former two-division UFC champion McGregor and musician Kelly, real name Colson Baker, being separated by security after reportedly nearing, uh, nearly coming to blows. So Conor threw a drink on the guy. Oh, is it what it started off as? Well, I mean, well, all right, so the uh, now from what I read, um, and and I did watch a video too. I watched, I read an article and watched a video. The uh, so Conor McGregor supposedly had sent Megan Fox, which is Machine Gun Kelly's girlfriend, sent her some DMs, you know, kind of to the effect of, hey, you know. And then so when they met up, put your girl, put your girl back on the phone, back on the phone. So when they met up, you know, of course, man, Connor was all loud and stuff because he was like, no, I didn't do that. Or, I, you know, he's kind of got a girlfriend himself with a couple of kids and stuff. So it's just kind of a, when she shot him down or, or whatever, or showed it to him or to Kelly, 
then, you know, they were just kind of arguing back and forth. They got the red carpet and Connor had a drink and just basically flung it at them or at him, you know, and then kind of lunged just so somebody could grab him. And, you know, the dude's got a damn broke leg he's coming off of, you know, I mean, he wasn't fixing to whoop nobody's ass. Um, and think about it. I mean, think about all the shit Connor has thrown at people. Hell, they got like when uh, him and Nick Diaz were fighting, um, they had a big conference, you know, in front of, and then uh, they then they were battling back and forth, and they threw water bottles at each other yeah. across a. He was throwing like full cans of Monster at people at one point. Yeah, you know, how heavy that shit is. Awesome. Yeah, you, get, you, you get, knock somebody out with a can of Monster. You chuck it. Mm-hmm. Hell, he threw a, a a dolly, a two wheeler at a bus. And and broke shattered glass and he can throw all this shit, but he can't throw a baseball. No doubt. <laughs> Maybe if it's a spitball, it has a whiskey on it or something, <laughs> flaying it at somebody. That's funny. Yeah, I don't, Connors went off the deep end. I don't know if he was trying to. He's got so much damn money, man. Nobody can tell him no. He's like one of the top. He was the top athlete paid oh for sure yes Top, i think i think i think i read this right man he made 180 million dollars last year lebron james was like at 70 yeah but that don't mean shit when you can't fight anymore he's been having his ass kicked yeah but damn if you're making 180 million dollars when you take an ass kicking yeah but yeah but people ain't gonna book him anymore they don't give a shit oh yeah man that, no. his personality maybe that's why he keeps throwing other shit he can't throw punches anymore <laughs> yeah right <laughs> His personality is so big, and he's such a. He should go into commentating or something, or get going, go into professional yet. wrestling. Not yet, not yet. He's still too young. He's still got too much talent. He's still. I mean, he's just his name is so big that it's going to sell a lot of pay per views, regardless. I mean, even if he does get his you know butt handed to him, people are going to be like, going, "Hey, it's a Conor McGregor fight." Yeah, but I don't. But if he's if he's not worth a shit, nobody's going to watch him. They'll they'll enjoy the spectacle leading up to it. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think that's what everybody's looking for. They're looking but for the. For the I show. love watching the spectacle, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to buy a McGregor fight not anymore. Yeah, it used to be great to watch him drop that heavy left on somebody's head and watch him go to to not not land because he would he <laughs> cracks me on the jaw oh, with yeah. that left hand yeah. and it was lights yeah. out. You know, once it once he, I mean, I think that probably he'll have at least one more big fight. He'll have to have a comeback fight. Because of it, after his leg was broken, remember there's been a couple of MMA guys that have had the same break, you know, with the with the shin and stuff. Anderson Silva, right. um, uh, I can't remember the uh, the guy. Hell, he I think he fought that guy, and that guy wound up bro- breaking his um, shin too. But he's got to have like some sort of a comeback fight. After that, he probably will start whittling it down for sure. But 180 million, damn. I mean, I know probably a lot of that probably was whiskey. Right. You know, or, or Burger stuff. King. Oh, what? Burger King. Burger King. Yeah, he's got a, he, you know, it's in that commercial with, uh-huh. that's a couple of years old now, him and, him and the king and like in a private jet. Oh, Creepy wow. as fuck. Oh, yeah. No, I hadn't seen that. Yeah. Dude, I, was, I went down a, a hole the other day watching in old MMA videos of the day. I got to watching Crow Cop. You know, when he would go, what was it? Uh, right leg hospital, left leg cemetery. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Just you know, in his broken English, you know, right leg hospital, left leg cemetery. That's what that's what, that's what you're going to get, man. You get cracked in the head, one of them legs. It's over. <laughs> that is for sure. What the shit he did when he was going to fight Vanderlei Silva. You know, Silva was like known for like just staring somebody down when they were doing the instructions. You know, yeah. He's used to like looking into somebody, some people avert in their eyes or whatever. 
And he went to fight Krokop in Pride. And they walked out there in the middle of the ring to meet. And he was giving Krokop that stare. And Krokop was sitting there just looking into his soul, chewing gum before the fight. <laughs> <laughs> chewing gum. Just looking at this guy they call the axe murderer. Yeah. He just stared him down and then just pop, took his head off. That's a uh, Joe Rogan does a good little piece, man, on that stare down. He's oh, like, yeah, yeah. Um, if you've heard it, and, and it gives a little bit of background about both of the guys. And Krokop was, was like a, um, a special police. He or, was part of an anti-terrorist there you go. Uh, squad. Yeah. He was the Croatian cops. That's what they call it. Krokop was used for his last name. But, yeah, he, he was a like um, on the level like with Russian Spiznats or on the level of like um, like a super elite metro swat team that's the kind of shit he was he's doing like anti-terrorist shit and just out in the in, in front of thousands of motherfuckers kicking some ass literally oh, yeah. kicking that dude has some damn earl campbell thighs <laughs> like tree trunks man they were huge power uh let me get my next story here uh florida surgeon mistakes woman's healthy kidney for a tumor and removes it a Florida woman underwent back surgery and ended up having a healthy kidney removed after a surgeon mistook the organ for a tumor. In 2016, Maureen, pa- Maureen Pachko was scheduled to undergo surgery to have bones in her lower back fused together. She left the hospital missing a vital organ. As you can imagine, when someone goes in for back surgery, she would never expect to wake up and be told that she's just waking up from anesthesia that one of her kidneys had been unnecessarily removed. According to a complaint made by Florida's Department of Health, Dr. Ramon Vasquez cut open the 51-year-old. He noticed a pelvic mass and provided a presumptive diagnosis of cancer. That he mass got Del Rio and got right to work, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> uh, uh, the mass that he removed in its entirety, was a healthy kidney. He just took my life and just dismissed it, Pachko told NBC News. If he would have looked at the MRIs that were given to him, he would have realized that. Those MRIs showed the woman had a pelvic kidney. Uh, On or about May 2nd, 2016, a pathologist with WRMC confirmed the pelvic mass removed by the surgeon was an intact pelvic kidney reads the Department of Health complaint. Adding the removal was medically unnecessary procedure. Uh, she sued uh, Vasquez and two other surgeons for malpractice. Uh, malpractice, sorry. Uh, the lawsuit was settled in September. Medically unnecessary. That means, man, that the insurance didn't pay for it. It just means they took shit they shouldn't have taken. That's I know, what it pulls down. Saying that she won't have to worry about insurance. <laughs> they, they'll use that you know, if it's medically not you know medically unnecessary. You know. Yeah, but I mean, you have two kidneys, which is a plus. At least you still got one. But shit, what if that one shuts down now? What if something happens? Unbelievable. It, Where was that? In Florida, of course. Where else Where would it else? be? Jeez. Uh, this could also lead to part of your, your downturn in vape sales. People are lodging nicotine pouches in their buttholes and foreskins for a buzz. <laughs> Perfect. People are stuffing nicotine pouches into their anuses and penis foreskins to see if it can cause a buzz, Vice reported. 
Health officials are warning against the trend. <laughs> it's definitely going to burn. <laughs> saying, saying, uh, which they say can lead to swelling, burning, and damaged skin. According to online forum threads and reports from Denmark's National Health Institute, an increasing number of Scandinavians are experimenting with the substance. Nicotine pouches called snus in Scandinavian countries are typically placed inside the upper lip. Though they may seem like a safer alternative to smoking to smoking a vape, doesn't make any sense, or cigarettes, health experts say nicotine pouches come with their own risk, including skin irritation, addiction, and gum disease. The interview with the Danish outlet DR, 19-year-old Oliver, I'm not going to pronounce his last name because he's got a bunch of O's with lines through them, said he and his friends placed snus under their foreskins because they were curious about how it would affect them. That's just insane. I mean... He said the only effects he noticed was a burning sensation and a rash the next day. Fucking dicotine. <laughs> that's good, that's good, man. Oh, line of the night. That's, that's why it. I keep jutting around here right there. Dicotine. So you wouldn't try it again. Holy smoke. In the same article, Danish health expert Charlotte Romer said she's heard a similar story from a patient. They got drunk, and one forgot to take out their nicotine, sorry, nicotine pouch again. Romer told DR. Forgot to take it out. The next morning, he woke up, and his penis was red and very swollen and hurting. Swollen, you say? Judge going to start carrying nicotine in your, <laughs> your shop? Because I could use some of this swelling stuff. It was the first and last time he tried it, she said. Do you. <laughs> in addition to negative physical sensations, Danish National Institute of Public Health Director Morton Grukbik told DR uh, people should abstain from the trend because it can lead to addiction. In one forum, someone who experimented with nicotine in their butthole said their cravings for the substance disappeared after a few minutes. Hmm. <laughs> Let me pack my ass with some skull, baby. Put that cope in my dick skin. Yeah, how could something? How could how could you be addicted to sticking shit in your cock? I mean, how's that? I mean, how, I mean, especially like, in, oh, oh man, it's like you know, the big trend a few years back was people like uh, pouring vodka in their asshole, chugging, yeah, butt chugging, butt chugging. yeah, butt chugging. Girls were taking uh, tampons and soaking it in liquor and popping them in, and that's like anybody who hears this, put don't, don't try it. putting alcohol into your ass or in your vaginal cavity. Is extremely dangerous. Dangerous. There's mucous membranes. Toxic. There's mucous membranes in those areas that absorb all the alcohol without passing through your stomach and into your liver. Yep. It's bad news. You yeah. will die from doing that. So don't do it. Don't do it. But yeah, I mean, I've never had Ugh. the thought of trying to pack some red man in my butt. You know what I mean? No. Why? No. That's just, that's probably the same motherfuckers that's out in that parking lot fighting. (laughs) (laughs) He knocked my skull pouch out of my dick skin. Uh, Yeah, hell of a police write up. Think about it. (laughs) Dickatine. That's that's the line of the night right there. Mm. Dickatine. Man found asleep in a pile of chicken fingers, meth. In Pleasant Grove, days after getting out of jail. This is out of Pleasant Grove, Alabama. Hours after getting out of jail, a man reportedly stole a car in Hueytown. 
Days later, he broke into the concession stand at the Pleasant Grove Athletic Complex and was found asleep in a pile of snacks and meth, police said. On September 17th, Matthew Williamson was released from the Jefferson County Jail after being arrested and charged with breaking into a car and stealing property earlier that day. The Pleasant Grove Department of Public Safety reports that less than two hours after his release, Williamson uh, went to Hueytown and stole a car. On Wednesday, Pleasant Grove police received a report of someone breaking into a concession stand at the Pleasant Grove Athletic Complex where many snacks were taken. The next morning, Williamson was found asleep in the complex's press box, surrounded by piles of chicken fingers, chips, candy, and methamphetamine. Williamson, 37, reportedly admitted to stealing a car and burglarizing the concession stand. On Friday, he was taken back to Jefferson County Jail. The meth cravings hit, man. You got to get what you need. You got to get them chicken fingers. <laughs> what the? And then, so then he went to the press box after that? Went to the press box and, and, and surrounded himself like he was King Chicken Finger with, with his meth pipe in hand. But look, uh, yeah. the chicken fingers are usually frozen. So are you telling me he broke in and fired up the deep fryers and started cooking them up some chicken fingers? Okay, so that adds a totally different. <laughs> I mean, unless they were like pre-made and put in the fridge, made, but what would you? Do? They're going to be good on game day. Yeah. So apparently, this motherfucker took time to break in, fire up the deep fat fryers, get the chicken fingers out of the freezer, and just cook bags. I'm sure, you know, he's all messed up, and you can't get enough chicken fingers. Wow. Yeah, and then to be surrounded by them, <laughs> have to be making that's probably a couple of trips up and down the stairs. He's 37? 37 years old. Man. Get, come on, boy. Tighten up. Tighten up. Get you some snooze. Yeah, <laughs> stick, right. stick it in your dick. Damn. <laughs> Try that shit on for size. <laughs> Is steeping your balls the future of male birth control? What the, man? This is something that I've, I've heard about since I was, not, not this in particular, but, you know, men's birth control is only five, five years away. I've heard that shit since I was 17 years old. In five more years, we'll have male birth control, and I've waited for this shit. Never has. Have you seen any, any of the stuff they've done before as far as male birth control? Oh. They've made some, they're like pill form, and it, it really just shuts down the production of, of sperm. I thought it was online gaming. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it where you just don't get laid. <laughs> That's what that is. Well, <laughs> yeah. And they had another one that was done by a shot like – um. Like the depot shot for women, yeah. you get it like every six months, and it didn't stop the production of sperm. It produced, it made it where the sperm weren't producing tails anymore, so they had no no way to propel themselves. Um, and I think that was like you got that shot when they had it in trials, like once every three months, you know, which I never hadn't heard anything. That was like probably ten years ago when I read those, read those articles. Mm. I heard anything since then, but now. It's no secret that men have relatively few options when it comes to preventing pregnancy, and even fewer in the way of reversible, long-acting birth control methods. It's also no secret that men have proven relatively unwilling to deal with the side effects of birth control options that are or could become available to them. But perhaps steeping their balls in a James Dyson award-winning ultrasound device to temporarily turn off their fertility would be a more attractive alternative. Designed by German design graduate uh, Rebecca Weiss, the male contraceptive device called COSO 
uses ultrasound waves to temporarily halt sperm regeneration. To use the device, which is a theoretical prototype, the COSO users would fill the cup-like device with water, which will be heated to operating temperature, in quotes, per the Dyson Award website. The user then, quote, spreads his legs and sits down to place the testicles in the device. The ultrasound process continues for a few minutes. While dunking your balls in hot water like a couple of tea bags might not sound like the most pleasant experience, you wouldn't actually be submerging your testes in scalding water. Rather, the, the device uses ultrasound waves to heat up your balls from the inside. Just slap them around in the shower. <laughs> the Mail Magazine God's put sake. it, which frankly still sounds pretty harrowing. Still research backing use of this kind of ultrasound technology as a form of male contraceptive dates back to at least 2012 and has proven effective on animals. First time use of the device would be overseen by a medical professional who would determine the the appropriate water level based on the user's ball size. Use of the COSO would be effective at preventing pregnancy for up to six months, beginning two weeks after the treatment, though it is recommended, It's recommended users repeat treatments every two months for best results. Full fertility would theoretically return by the end of a six-month period, meaning COSO would become a rare form of male birth control that that has no long-acting, that is longer-acting than condoms, but less permanent than bisectomy. The device is still the theoretical prototype phase and has yet to be tested on humans, so it'll be a while before COSO sees a light of day, let alone becomes readily available birth control option for men if it even makes it that far which few novel forms of male contraception have perhaps however a little hot tub for your balls is exactly the long-term reversible solution the world's been waiting for it sounds like water microwave in your nuts (laughs) you're using a sous vide on your testicles And like, so you're going to have medical, so you have to have actually somebody come in, like a professional doctor come in and go, yeah, and go, yeah, you're going to need a little more water. (laughs) (laughs) The little raisins you got down there. Hang the fuck on, bro. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know how I feel about shooting ultrasounds at my nuts every Mm -mm. six months. Oh, man, I don't, I don't even like that sentence. If it was, if it was some of those, like, (laughs) fucking, if it was some of those Hulk gamma rays, you know. Mm. <laughs> make, make them rage. You got a, rage, a real rage boner. Yeah. <laughs> Hulk smash. <laughs> oh, man. Police found accused leg thief with a leg strapped to his head. Out of Tulsa, Oklahoma. Kavon Hooks was arrested for armed robbery in which he took a prosthetic leg from a victim, police say. According to the Tulsa Police Department, the victim uh, stated that Hooks came up to him with a large metal spike took the victim's backpack, and also took the victim's prosthetic leg. Hooks even asked the victim the worth of each item he was stealing. When Hooks was apprehended, they found him with the victim's leg strapped to his head. Police said they took the leg off Hooks' head and gave it back to the victim. I would have had a real hard time writing down armed robbery on that one. (laughs) (laughs) It was leg leg robbery. (laughs) Armed robbery. You want to get a break right quick? Well, this is the first, I mean, honestly, this is the first year I've really had any burnout, you know, to the point that I've had it. Just nervous wreck constantly and this, that kind of bullshit. And I know it's from dealing with all the 
just the backlash from everything else, you know, as far as company wise. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's just been a weird, just been a, I don't know, just a shitty year all around with everything. And that. Are they, are they banning the imports of, of, of that? I mean, I'm sure there's probably some com- some companies outside the U.S. that make vape stuff, right? Yeah, I don't know how they're going to handle that. If they, you know, if they, if you were, if your company was supposed to send in, like, if you have a device and it's made in China, are you supposed? Is that company supposed to send in, you know, PMTAs to the FDA to have it okayed, or, you know, if not, it's all coming black market. Well, the qu- There's not going to be a regulated market for vaping anymore. Do those Chinese companies have some kind of conglomerate in America they go through? I, not or, that or I'm maybe, aware. Maybe America has got a parent company that does manufacturing in China, or that's no idea. I'm sure there's you know there's there were a lot of people that were having product made you know designed here made in China, right? Or, you know, made in China, assembled here. But uh, who knows who those people are? Yeah. You know, there's no telling. Is it legal for you to sell those imported products now? I mean, can you get online and order some sort of Turkish whatever they got over there and have it sent over and it'll be okay for you to sell? Or has it got to be U.S. No okay clue. or whatever? I mean, there, there's they seize stuff like that in customs all the time. Like companies order stuff and never see it. And they're like, well, why did, you know, well, this is, this isn't legal. And they never see their product. So, I mean, I know, I know that's happened to several people that order directly from, you know, Chinese manufacturers or their, you know, sister companies and then ship it through, but it never gets through customs. So I don't know. I don't know what they're, you know, they make the rules up as they go. They've, they've, you know, that's what they've done the whole time. Every time, every time they give us a deadline on something, um, it moves every time they've done it. Uh, they, you know, they gave it, well, like with the PMTAs we had, they were, we were supposed to have through 2022. Well, they just changed that and said, well, nope, you got to have it done by this, this date. So that's all, all these companies were scrambling and they, um, the rules were so vague on how, you were supposed to get product processed for the application. Nobody knew what they were supposed to put on the application. They gave them, I mean, the, the instructions were just, all they right, get best. send in your shit. We'll have a look at it. Yeah. Um, but. So, I mean, are you getting product sent from anybody? Um, well, the, like, they're still, they're still manufacturer or they're still third party wholesalers that are selling, you know, their product, what they have. But, you know, if, if the, if the FDA starts enforcing, that's when you're going to see just an, a a total wipe. If they go into these huge manufacturers, you know, these huge manufacturers that make e-liquids or that kind of thing, um, that will be, you know, the beginning of the end, basically Hmm. they'll wipe them out. They did, you know, it's just like with the vape bans that happened earlier, 2020, 2019, when Michigan banned all that stuff. 
Graham Greene lost his uh, Namber Juice, the company that made his liquid. They they wiped them out. Yeah, they closed down, and uh, they weren't able to go. That you know there wasn't enough to find a new location to start making again. So they just shut it down, and that'll happen to everybody. Man, I I know this is kind of a just my my marketing brain kind of thinking out loud just for a second. <clears throat> you know how all the uh, the doomsday prepper type. You, you see on on TV, you know, buy these these canisters of dried food that'll last you for a year or whatever. Would it be beneficial to you to start letting people know up front that hey, this may like your customers that hey, this is this is coming. So why don't you go ahead and and get you a stash built up? Go ahead and buy you an extra gimmick here or there, or, or start building you up a a little stockpile at your house. You know, just to increase the sales while you have opportunity and you have access to to everything. Why not go ahead and create a little pass along that panic sale? You know, and if you if just say for worst case example or worst case scenario, whatever, a year in a, in a year from today, you you can't sell anymore. They won't ship it to you. You can't have this. Just you got no other choice other than to sell produce out of your shop. Yeah. Why not between this day and that try to cram Every single, every single screen that walks out your door, you know, cotton ball or whatever, juice gimmick, whatever. I mean, why not try to get them to, to stockpile it and help get you a few more sales in? Is that even is that even a, a thing? Is that something, man, that you could? Well, I mean, that's what happened in a lot of these other, in the states that did ban it, you know, flavor, you know, couldn't sell flavored liquid or vaping at all. That's what happened in a lot of these bigger states that you know, just an outright ban on it. And what happened was these people, you know, the panic buy thing, it helps the shop for a minute. And then it helps the people for a little little while, but it's still, you know, those people went to other States to get what they could. Now, if this goes through, it's going to affect all the States. It's not just handpicking, you know, your governor banned this or, you know, your mayor doesn't want that in the town, whatever. Um, so, I, you know, I, I I try to keep people calm about it because we've seen this kind of shit before. You know, in all the years we've been in there, we've seen the FDA keep moving goalposts and goalposts and goalposts. And uh, so I don't want to create panic and then have it be for no reason. You know, if they do, if the FDA, if the FDA comes through and says, "All right, look, we screwed this up. Let's start from the beginning and do this right," which they won't. But <clears throat> benefit of the doubt. Um, you know, I don't want to create panic in my customers that have trusted me for six years to give them a product that I believe in. Well, maybe. But not. I know, you know, I know, I know what you, I know what you're saying though. To try to help both of us, um, or just keeping them aware. Oh yeah, you know, that, I, let, I, I definitely let them know. Yeah, because uh, I mean, so they, a lot that, of them have no idea what's happening. Right, and you know, and they they still don't. <laughs> Even when you explain it, they're like, ah, I don't even worry about that. You know, it'll always be here. I'm like, no, I, there's a good chance it won't. <laughs> but I have, I do have some customers that did get do understand that. Okay. And I've had several ask me, they're like, do I need to, 
do I need to double stock this time? You know, do I need to order more? Do you know, what do I need to do? And I'm like, and I tell them, don't panic. Let's see how this shakes out. You know, I'm, my door is going to be open as long as I can keep it open. You know, I was like, so if I've got product you want, come see me. Yeah. Um, if not, you know, they've kind of screwed people out of buying stuff online. It's really hard to find anything uh, now. And what you'll see if you are an online buyer, um, you're going to see a lot of people having blowout sales, just trying to get rid of massive amounts of stock. Um, when, when when the final thing comes out saying, okay, there's your deadline, you can't sell it past this day, then they'll just start 50% off in it to, sure. to get rid of it. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, it's already happening. I'm see. I get I get emails all day from companies trying to throw product down my throat, just you know trying to get it out of their shop and into mine. So I'm carrying the liability on that, you know. But I just see opportunity with that. Yeah, it's uh, well. That's that's the shitty part is you know if it's right now it's kind of a civil disobedience type thing toward the you know the rulings from the fda um so damn if that's how we got to do it that's how we got to do it you know yeah but um you know i they'll have to carry me out of my shop in handcuffs because that door's open yeah i was just thinking man you know if you know I, i love you man i want you to do be as successful as humanly possible yeah, you know, I just want. I just don't want to. Yeah, I I don't know the the panic buy thing just seems greasy to me, man. I I guess I'm too good a dude. <laughs> I guess. Uh, I know I sound like a jackass, but I'm really not. <laughs> no, uh, no, no. You care about the people. You care about the people. Yeah, that are well, your I've customers. built relationships with these people for. Yeah, yeah. and you know, hell, yeah. you've done the same thing. You know, people for, by their first name and kids' names and sure. what they want as soon as they walk in the door. Yeah. And I've done the same thing, you know. I've modeled it from what I learned from you, you know, by knowing people, getting to know them. And uh, I just picked the wrong damn industry. <laughs> no, man, I think you did a, I mean, you've been very successful, you know. And with, it was a good move. You know, you if, I, if, I lost too, it, if I lose it all tomorrow, it's been the best damn six years of my life, of you course, know. Of course, yeah. You've been very successful. I'm going to tell you something, man. I, think about it like this. How many independent businesses, regardless of what it is they're selling, have been successful for six years? Yeah. Oh, they're few and far between. Very few. Think of like restaurants. And, what it was like, like a one 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 year, eighty percent of restaurants close. Yeah, it's yeah. You know, it's it's horrible. Few mm-hmm. food. I mean, it's almost a given. You're going to <clears throat> fail. Um, I mean, Jack can always transition transition to another product. If if it's which, yeah, which I mean, I know that you are, <clears throat> but you are. How do I put this? You're very charismatic about vape, mm-hmm. but the, in the vape industry, vape products. Yeah, it's your hobby. I, imagine if one of these government agencies outlawed drumming. <laughs> you know what I mean, I mean, yeah. and you just opened a drum shop, <laughs> and you got cymbals <laughs> and, and, and and toms sitting everywhere. Yeah, you know, like we're going to come and clear out your your drum inventory. But yeah. with, with where you're at, though, you can transition. Kind of, maybe start carrying 
CBD products, which it may not be something you're even interested in just because it's not something that you're passionate about, yeah. you know, or a head shop, whatever it may be. The, the experience that you have from, from doing this and being successful at it, I mean, it, you've, you've got inventory experience, how to manage your inventory, front and back, how to, the customer relations, you have financial you know, and, um, experience on how to manage your money, you know, all this stuff. I mean, all that will translate over any industry. It doesn't necessarily have to be anything smokable or head shop related or anything. You could be something totally different with yeah. all this experience that you have now. I mean, even companies like bigger companies, you know, would look at, would look at that experience and, and probably choose you over some greenhorn right out of college with For a, sure. with a bachelor of BS or whatever. And he's just been, he's just a frat boy. You know what I mean? I mean, if, if without the connection, just side by side, if somebody, I mean, they're putting way more emphasis on experience now. Life versus, experience is yeah. much better than any kind of classroom, for sure. Well, it's it's definitely it definitely gives you a, a foot up, right. you know. So I mean, you know, I mean, it's, it's what you've done so far up to this point, man, is very very admirable. I mean, anybody could look at you and, and be wowed out. I mean, that's for sure. So you know, just. I think you're doing a great job, man. I mean, hang on, hang on to those reins, man. Ride it till, like you said. Yeah, well, like that. Ride yeah, it till, ride it till I, it goes goes away. Sure. You know, I'm I'm going to. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all I know at the, at this point. So, and I'm I like you said I I do have a, a a passion for this industry. You know, I I you know when when I started using the products myself, I never thought I was going to own a shop. Yeah. You know, I never that wasn't even wasn't even a thought, and then couple of years later well, the whole like, industry blew up yeah. yeah i mean it took off i was sick of driving everywhere to get my stuff <laughs> i figured there were people like that in this town too and i was right um so i didn't expect there to be that many but there were a lot more than i, I thought you know because you didn't see people around here walking down the street using a vape you right. just don't it's not that kind of it's not that kind of city meanwhile we got a tobacco source got a drive-through window yeah yeah <laughs> you know absolutely uh but yeah it's uh it's I mean, been it's hell it, like i said if it all falls apart this week or next week or next year or 10 years from now i, I, I did what i set out to do and i got to do it in my hometown sure so you, i, I got you, to help local people that I've known my, some of them I've known my entire life and not, not smoke, Right. <laughs> you know, how is that not beneficial to public health? You, you tell me. I was thinking this week, who would be one of y'all's dream guests to have on the show? Like if you could book anybody for this show, come sit in with us for a couple hours. The first one that came to my mind was John Daly. John Daly. Interesting. Golfer. Yeah. You familiar with him? Yeah. The wild man. Yeah. <laughs> this is down in here with a, <laughs> the twelve pack. <laughs> that would be that would be pretty funny. <laughs> Did you ever hear him when he was on Howard Stern? No. It was like right when Howard went to Sirius. Mm-hmm. He had John Daly on. You know, and John's from Arkansas. Played collegiate golf at Arkansas. Him and his wife had she like attempted to murder somebody or murder him or something when all this went on. 
he was like in debt. He would like all the casinos like in Robinsonville and Tunica, like all this money from his gambling debt. Dang. I mean, he was playing like $500 spin uh, slot machines. He wasn't afraid to gamble. $1,500 a spin is three credits to spin. Oh. <laughs> you better be a hell of a golf player man, if you do that. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I bet he'd have some stories, too. That's the whole point of having him on here. Yeah. <laughs> Just get, get a few beers. He's got this awesome house. He lives in the RV outside the house. Or he did it one time. I saw a thing on some channel. Yeah, but I, 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 he, he takes his RV on the road when he goes to, to golf or whatever. He gets home. He just lives in the RV. He's already, all of his stuff's already in there. Inside <laughs> this massive home. Who would you want on here? Who, who would be somebody fun to? I think Steve O. Talk about some stories. Yes. <laughs> you know. He does, he's got like his own podcast. And yeah, stuff. He does, yeah, but it'd be he's, fun to oh, just listen to it and, yeah. and, and tell. There'd be no drinks during that show. Though. <laughs> it would be it'd be funny to hear that guy and actually see him in person. And you know, I think that would be pretty cool. He'd keep you laughing, I'm sure. Oh yeah. Now, like John, I said John Daly just for the stories, mm-hmm. but uh, of course, I, everybody's going to be like, of course, um, Andrew WK. I have to have him in here and talk to him because I, I watch interview. I listen to interviews with him all the time when I'm driving, and to be as talented as he is, he is like he's still super awkward. Like in a face to face interview, mm-hmm. but he's he's open about it. He's like, I feel I'm terrified right now talking about this. He'll tell the interviewer that I'm, I'm scared to death. He just never got out of that awkward phase growing up during shows. He feels totally out of his skin. He's not comfortable when he's on stage, and he's he's tours nonstop, you know. And I, th- I think he he'd be a lot of fun to talk to, just from his his perspective of being somebody who's always anxious and never at ease with being himself. I think it'd be a lot of fun to talk to. Yeah. About you, Jig. Who would you want on here? Nobody. Oh, no. Don't care. No. <laughs> Uh, like, <laughs> he don't even want us here. No, y'all are fine. <laughs> but yeah, I I'm finding it real hard to be interested in anybody. Uh, no big drummer you want to have on here to talk nah. to? Really? No. Nah. Not even Portnoy I, from Dream Theater? No, no. I I love the guy, but nah, I don't want to talk to him. <laughs> Just play your drums and shut up. <laughs> He's like a lead singer now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's some lead hey, singer vibes. Shut up back there. Shut up back there. Play your drums. Play your drums and shut up. Where's the bass How player? Who? How did you get a mic? <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck said that? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. No athlete. No. You get Tiger in here? Tiger Woods? Okay. Couldn't care less. Nope. Justin Timberlake? Nah. No. Triple threat, but nah. <laughs> <laughs> Any of the girls with the pony? <laughs> I'd be plenty of stories with that shit. I'd put a mat sure. down before you sit down in the chair, though. I don't want anything getting transmitted. Let's see if we can get Billy. <laughs> Bring, <laughs> your right. Bring your shotgun, Billy. Shotgun. Leave, leave your shotgun. He sounded more interesting than most celebrities I've heard of. Stop right there, motherfucker. I'll blow your goddamn head off. I was like, holy shit. 
Wow. And he meant it when he said it. That's the I, thing about it. I'm surprised you didn't have your phone out videotaping that shit. <laughs> I ain't world star in that shit, man. <laughs> I was staying behind a, a hard surface. Mm. Um, so I, you, you, you told me that, that you had more dates with this particular lady that you've been seeing. Oh man. I, I tell you here recently, man, I've had a lot of fun. Good. Um, I, I'm, I feel like some of the phases of being single are, are, have, I've, I've definitely gone through different phases. Um, and you know, of course this, this is just a different step and I'm not sure exactly what direction it is in the, in the single process, but I, I've, um, Wow, there's there's a lot of directions, man. I could take this right now, but well, we got all I, the time in the world, man. Well, Go for it. I'm, I'm, um, so yeah, the the uh, I've been doing some hiking, mm-hmm. um, and uh, they went like the state parks, state park. Nice. That was that is an incredible, beautiful day. The one here north of us has got a ton of really nice hiking trails. You know, man. I was actually since since that, man. I've been thinking about that. Um, we actually went over. Uh, um, to their, our, our bigger neighboring county, man, to the state park over there. Okay. And uh, actually went down a golf, I mean, a disc golf course through the through the park, through the woods and stuff, but we did it backwards. So we're <laughs> we're facing the throwers that are coming our way. It was, you know. So you hit the back of the head, you can dodge if you need to. Yeah, so we were, we were definitely up and down some hills and, and through the woods and, across uh into camping areas and stuff we saw some really cool cabins and and i mean we walked the entire park we were out there for quite a while it was a beautiful day um and it was so much fun just to be out and just be get some fresh air and some exercise and um just uh had some good conversation you know i I was i was mentioning to you earlier that uh that i'm i'm really in my in my new single life really um modeling what i'm looking for after what you guys have you know y'all have a, a a baseline friendship you know with uh with your wife and um and so i've i've really put extra effort into really trying to to be friends you know or to find somebody that i can be friends with and, and talk openly and and have conversation with and and have things in common with and stuff like that versus just have a relationship that's based on what goes on you know when when the lights are out right um you know and then it'd be a struggle when the lights are back on you know to, to talk about something that you have in common um <clears throat> so uh, I, i've uh i've I've reopened. Uh, I mean, I've always been a little competitive, you know, and just inside. Uh, but I've, I've I've reopened this competitiveness. Um, this young lady that I'm talking to, uh, she's she's a very competitive person as well, and 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 I like that. I like the um, the it, it can almost be a, a flirty. It is yeah. way of of doing things, you know, just. You know, you don't have to be the the very best, but if you're if somebody's pushing you to be better at at things, uh, so just say for example, um, I was uh, I, I learned to juggle earlier in life, and um, I had a a box that um, uh, was given to me as a gift that had three little beanbag juggling balls on them that used to kind of look like hacky sacks. 
and it was just and it came with a uh, directions and all sorts of stuff like that. But um, anyway, I was we were having a, a conversation. She and I were having a conversation, and um, uh, she noticed that I had a uh, a box that had juggling on. She's like, "Oh, can you juggle?" And we started this conversation. And so she knew how to juggle, and I knew how to juggle. So the next thing you know, we're we're showing each other our juggling skills, you know, and stuff. And now, you know, it's it's something that that I'm aware of. I'm aware that I can I can juggle. So I'm I'm interested in it again, you know. And it's just kind of starting to hit, you know, different different uh, things going on in my head. And <clears throat> excuse me, which is which is which I like that. I like having you know new things going on and and you know and having fun things to do you know versus just maybe just watch a tv show or, or just something like that um now you said you don't have to give the answer you can just give me a nod yes or no because i don't want to give out any information about her of course you said she was in sales yes i'm going to guess what kind of sales she does okay and you can just nod or shake your nod your head or shake your head okay and i won't i won't confirm her doing either one of them okay does she work in pharmaceutical sales no. Okay. No. All right. Now, usually it's very pretty girls who work in pharmaceuticals. Oh, yeah. Sales. Oh, yeah. She, oh, this is, yeah. She's, she's, and I'm not saying that she's not good enough, not pretty enough to work in pharmaceutical no, no. sales. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know the kind of ladies you pull, they're right. usually they're, well, <laughs> top 10. <laughs> well, she's, 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 she's very um, athletic. She's a, um, a yoga teacher on the side. Okay. Nice. She does, she does all sorts of uh, high intensity interval training classes that she teaches. Um, and, and in addition to being, you know, a sales rep for a, for a, a very large national company. Okay. So, um, and juggles being a, a mom. And know, she's very good at juggling apparently. And she's very good at juggling. <laughs> uh, really, she can juggle everything. Yeah. So, I mean, I, she's very impressive. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, um, you know, so far, man, we're building a friendship that, uh, that I'm, you know, I'm, I, I like the direction that, that, that it's going, um, so yeah, man, it's it's you know it's this awesome. this part of the of the phases of or whatever this is, you know. I mean, it's it's I like this. I, I feel very relaxed, um, which is you know a, a, an evolution of where I was. I, I was very stressed out and and you know using the gym to get rid of all the anxiety, and now um, I've kind of evolved over into letting the gym um, refine what. You know, what else I've got going on? I mean, it's, it could be something very small now, you know, but I'll take it. I'll leave it there. You know, I mean, but and it's it's very quick to um, to leave it there, you know, and with her being in, as athletic as she is, um, you know, it's it's that's that's it's a, it's a common ground, you know, that we have. I've I've actually been to her yoga class and um, and 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 she's a hell of an instructor. It was a big, big class. Um you know, and uh, so I'm, I'm I'm very excited right now, man, at this, you know, where I'm at right now. Well, you told me tonight that she listens to this show. Mm-hmm. And, ma'am, if you're listening now, you got an open invite here. Any any of the every other Monday nights we do, we do this show, come on by. I'll, I promise we'll be nice. And we'll talk about better things than wolf pussy and dickotine. <laughs> No, we won't. <laughs> Don't lie to the woman. Okay, we won't. We'll talk about chicken fingers and math. How about just, that? Just be prepared. <laughs> no, we've always got this fourth seat here. It's full from time to time. Mm-hmm. So tonight it's not. Um, 
Oh, friend of the show, Dingo, landed a new job. Oh. So shout out to Dingo. He uh, works at HR now, so he's one of those people. <laughs> wow. So, uh, yeah, congratulations to Dingo. We're hoping, hoping we can get him here more regular. His new hours of work are they're Monday through Friday at least. Oh, okay. But he gets up, like, super early. He gets off super early, but he's, usually, he's going to bed super early now to make up for that time. Mm-hmm. So we're hoping once everything kind of gets in the flow for him, yeah. he'll be able to make up more Monday nights. Yeah. I've, I've asked him. We tried to get him and his buddy, the one who's tied to his woman, tried to get them in here over the weekend, and it it didn't pan out. Right. <laughs> so we're, we're working on Operation Chainbreaker. Chamber <laughs> to get him away from this woman for at least a couple hours to get him in here to record and then send him back home before she knows what's going on. What a miserable life, man! That would be no for, shit for dude. me. That would be very. I and mean, dude, I'll, I know you're listening to this show, and I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm no all, disrespect, no disrespect at all. No, 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 no. But It'd just be for me. I would be. I would. I would pull my hair out, and I don't have much left. Hmm. You know, we need. We need to have. We need to have an intervention, or at least a le- a leash lengthening for him. Yeah, just. <laughs> Put a couple, <laughs> at least put a couple links in the chain. I mean, yeah, for crying out loud. There's a there's a a, a guy that used to work for me, man. Y'all both know him if I said his name. But when uh, what he when when he got a cell phone, she would call him like every hour or so. Oh, you mentioned him on here one night. Yeah, Big God. P. Yeah, Big P. Yeah, Project yeah. Pat. <laughs> man, dude, that's an extra short leash. I mean. He would leave the house while she was taking a nap. Like they used to work at up at the he same. House. He snuck out of the house. He snuck out. He of went the ninja house. mode. He did, and he would come up to the shop and hang out from time to time. He would never be there more than fifteen minutes before his damn phone goes off. And, and I mean, it was just a big rip, you know, because I knew who it was. I was like, Ooh, she woke up. Took out there. I said, "Hey, man." <laughs> like, All right, you know. Hey, I'm up here with. Oh, I'm just leaving. Yeah, I was just coming back home. I'm like, dude. Yeah. yeah, but he he's he's a man. That, that's a very good man. That guy right there, huge heart, great family man. His I, I, honestly, man, his wife now is in is in very bad health. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, it, she's she's um she's been through quite a bit over the last several years. Mm. Uh, amputation. Ooh, and uh, she's diabetic or something. Man, I, 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 I I'm thinking that that yeah. is a that's a I think that's some some of the stuff and. And uh, and he has just absolutely done everything to help. I mean, he's just a, he's just that guy. Yeah, you know. And uh, so I and I he did stop by the shop the other other day, and he and I got the, a chance to hang out for um, I don't know thirty forty minutes. Man, he 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 had a little bit of time, and and we talked, and I and I told him I was like, man, I mean, I'm very proud of you and, and what you do, and it's you know it's very very not many people would ever do it would would actually sacrifice their own life to help somebody else you know i mean they just put them in a home or they just kind of hey i'll come visit every day or whatever but no man he's he's done it he's been there he's you know and he's a nurse uh or the step below a nurse whatever you call that um and he's you know so and they're both very medically um aware does he still work at the nursing home? He doesn't do anything to take care of her. Okay. Oh wow. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's yeah. gotcha. he's, he's put everything on hold. Everything, man. I mean, every and, and and you know, so yeah, he's up there as much as they'll let him be. You know where she is right now, and I'm I'm almost positive that he said that uh, she was going to be coming home sometime in the next 
couple of weeks or something. Like a rehab center or something? I think so, yeah. yeah. I think they, they, she just had a, another bout of something pretty big, and they're trying to get her back to back to where she could go home. Yeah. You know, so anyway, man, I, I, I you know, as much ball breaking and, and, and <laughs> shit great, talking we do. Yeah. I mean, they, you know, when, when one of the, one of the good guys, man, shows out, man, I always like to, like to give him a shout out. You know, I told you last night that unless me and Tink came over here and recorded an episode last night, which right. we should be whenever the corporate overlord gets to it, uh, I thought he was going to do it today, but I don't think he got around to it. He's, he's got some stuff going on. It's probably tomorrow. He'll get posted. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I can admit I'm not as knowledgeable about about some stuff as she is, especially when it comes to history. I mean, I, I love history. It's one of the things me and her really first connected on was our love. Of course, I'm into more American history, and she goes way back. Like, she was like Egyptian shit and stuff, you know. And so I'm starting this whole little series now where she comes in and explains to me the inner workings of some stuff that I kind of know about, but don't know all the moving parts to it. Have yeah. her explain it to me. Did our first one last night, you know, and I I know friends of mine who would rather be anywhere else than in the same room with their wife. Yeah. Why would you live that way? If, if you're that miserable move on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, now we sat here for over an hour last night, her teaching me about 1066 and the Norman and Viking invasion of, of England, you wow. know, and, uh, had a good time doing it. We told jokes to each other inside jokes that only us two really uh-huh. know the, the root of, you know, um, you know, I couldn't imagine living with living with somebody, that you're supposed to be in love with and share a life with and not enjoy 90% of the time you're with them. Yeah. I mean, we all have bad times with our spouses or girlfriends or whatever, but I mean, when the bad times are outweighing the good times, man, move on. Shit. You know, why, why waste it? That's right, man. Y'all know me, man. I'm a big hugger, man. And when I ain't, you know, I'm, I, I want to hug some folks and, <clears throat> And uh, especially my girl, you know, if oh, I'm, yeah. or whoever I'm, you know, I'm connected to, man, I'm definitely physical with that person. I mean, I'm huggy, touchy, feely, you know, but anyway, man, I'm, yeah. Now, I, I got, I, I got a game for us to have. Do what? I really admire what y'all have. Oh, I appreciate it. We, it, I mean, it takes time, <clears throat> you know, whether it be in the dating process or, you know, cause we knew each other for a couple of years before we got married, mm-hmm. you know, but now we've been married for forever mm-hmm. you know we know each other even more now um i've thought of this thing um other than not just thinking about what you've went through with online dating and whatnot mm-hmm. and uh it's something called deal breakers like what would be what would it take for you to tell say i got no interest in that person <laughs> a lot a okay, lot. wait wait wait, wait. <laughs> Just imagine like your ideal woman, mm-hmm. okay? And um, you have went on a few dates. Uh, things have progressed pretty well. And you invite her over to your house one night, and things begin to escalate. And she stands up, and she pulls her shirt off. And when she turns her back to you, it's a full back tattoo of... 
Adolf Hitler and other Nazi stuff on the back on her back. Okay. And you go, hold, Hey, hold the fuck up. What's the, she's like, I'm sorry. I've been meaning to tell you, I, I was in prison for a little while and I had to join up with an Aryan brotherhood branch for protection. I had to get this put on me. You know, while I was, I was did a little time in prison, not three years in prison, but I had, I had to you know nothing violent, just like some marijuana sales, but I had to join it for protection and I had to get this done. Knowing you, cause you like being outside, especially during the summer when it's all hot and shit. Are you going to be with that girl who has no qualms with wearing a bikini or something? Are you going to be able to be with her still? Just because of the tattoo? Yeah. Um, <laughs> just a Nazi tattoo? Yeah, full back Nazi tattoo? Yeah. No, no, no. I was just, I mean, I was just making sure I was, I was understanding. Yeah, she's cool asking. otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, everything else. She's my dream I'm girl. about to Deutschmark that back up? <laughs> 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 Our first investment is not going to be a, a new house or a new car. We're getting some, we're getting some work done. done. <laughs> At least cover it up? Yeah, coverage. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, I, I would have to... I would just have to see where I was at mentally, man. Really, I mean, that'd be one of those on-site calls. I, but I don't know. I mean, you know, I mean, that'd be it'd be hard to be. I mean, because I'm gonna be seeing her from behind probably more than anybody else. <laughs> I don't know if I want to be seeing that motherfucker stare back yeah, at me. You got man. a guy up there throwing up the big hand. Nah, see, man, we'd have to do something with that. I don't know. I don't know, man. I, it, uh, big iron cross with with the full bird eagle across across her shoulders. <laughs> Adolf sitting in the middle, giving the salute. See, man, I don't. That's just get somebody to tattoo a paper bag over Hitler's head. (laughs) (laughs) Just just cover him up. (laughs) Yeah, it'd be that'd be a. I don't know. You don't want to look at the Fuhrer. No, man, that that just don't get me hard, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Thumbs up, man. Yeah. No, that would probably be a couple snooze packs for that. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Okay, how about this? Again, <clears throat> dream girl. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Same thing. Things start to escalate. Getting hot and heated. You remove her underwear, and it's just a a waft of hot garbage. What the? <laughs> okay? Yeah. Everything looks fine, and she gets, she's like, I know. She's, I've, I've been seeing a doctor about this, and it's just my body chemistry is messed up right now, and they don't know how long it's going to last. So... Like, hey, what'd the dentist say? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, damn, you'd have to you'd have to <laughs> figure that shit out though. You'd have to put that on hold. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all right, I get it. So are but, are you are you gonna go to work on, on the hot trash puss? No, fuck no. You done? Bro, no, man. I'm I'm a very clean guy. I ain't doing Well, I mean, she's crazy. clean too. Ah, she just got some she has some issues going on. We'd have on. to figure that one out too, man. I mean, we'd for real. I just we'd have to talk about it. Nose man. plugs? No, 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 man. I'm just oh. Mm mm. No, 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 man. I'm just I'm just oh, too healthy, too clean, freaky. I'm just So no, you're like me, dude, I, I can I've been around like road killing shit whole time a lot, you know. But something about smells. No smells, bro. A strong perfume throws me off. No. What the hell are you trying to hide with that? (laughs) (laughs) Trash puss, apparently. (laughs) That wolf puss, I suppose. Uh, No, no, man. I I, I mean, I'm I'm just a very clean-oriented, you know. I mean, I 
that would probably that may be a deal breaker. I don't. I mean, you know, it would be if it was like a medical issue that they were working on or something that she couldn't help and all this stuff. I mean, there'd be a lot of lot of different things. You know, I mean, it would just be like having if she had diabetes. It would be something that she couldn't help. Then I would I would actively encourage her, man, as much as I could. I mean, if it's my dream girl, if it's somebody I love or whatever, you know, I mean, I would definitely try to help her through it as best as best we could. But the, you know, it'd probably be a a a window of time where we wouldn't. Right. Be, be that going. wouldn't be something I would want to be surprised by. No, nah, You know, man. bring that shit up. Well, you know. You know, I mean. Just come. You'd just, have to. You know, just tell me. Yeah. You know. I don't know. <laughs> How about this? <laughs> More of them. Coming. Are you not enjoying this <laughs> yeah, at all? <laughs> but yeah. It's a fire. It's a firing squad. Get it. All right. This time, everything happens. After the buildup, the whole y'all do the deed for the first time. Okay. And you're going to spend the night. She gets it, goes to the bathroom. She comes back out, and she's got on an adult diaper and a onesie. And she needs you to baby talk her and tuck her into bed. And this is a this has to happen every night every, oh, wow. for her to be able to go to sleep. She has to be tucked in in her onesie and diaper. Are you able to do it? Get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> You ain't doing it, Bob. One star. Your Yelp rating just get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. I mean, that's that's kind of that's kind of kooky too, man. I don't know. That's the whole point of this game. I know. How far is too far? Well, I, I'm obviously, man. I'm very vanilla because I'm not. I'm I not, thought the Hitler tattoo would be like, what the fuck? Yeah, you know? no, man. I ain't down with that shit. I don't. You know, no. I mean, I. I mean, you know. I asked Tink that one. That if she was dating a guy, like, like say they were dating, they were going to go swimming for the first time, and he pulled his shirt off, and it was like a full back. I was like, she's like, nope. I was like, look, no, wait. She's like, I don't give a fuck. She's there ain't nothing you could say to make me want to date a guy with a full back Nazi tattoo. I was like, it was prison. She's like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. She's like, I'm not dating somebody with a, you see all the shit I've got on me. She deals with this shit. She's like, full back Nazi tattoo? No, not yeah. doing it. Previous life choice, just X you out. Uh, the trash question asked her. She's like, nope. Because she's like me. She's got a thing about mm. people being clean and, and smelling okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, that gum, man. I mean, that's a... It, it, all right, so we're talking dream people. Right. This is your dream girl. And then all of a sudden, man, you're throwing a curveball at the at the last minute. Um, you know, it would. I, I, I like to talk to to, you know... People and I like to, you know, I mean, it would definitely be a conversation piece. I mean, I, I would definitely not have any problems on <laughs> the conversation piece, okay? <laughs> you know, putting everything on physical on hold, you know, until you gotta we work this out. We got to work it out. We got to figure it out, you know, and how, you know, and then and then move on from there. I mean, I, you know, yeah, just twitch reaction, probably X them, boom, 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 you know, uh, you know, but dream girl, just you know, and and you actually felt something in your heart that like this, this is the one, this is the person, you know, that, that type of feeling, what I'm assuming, man, that y'all have, you know, um, I would definitely, I would definitely be willing or, or I feel like I would be willing to, if it's somebody that I was really in love with, you know, talk to them about it and we would figure something out and, and, and work out something, you know, and then if it, if it wasn't work outable, then, then, or I mean, no, that's not a word, but if it wasn't, you know, if it didn't get worked out, then, um, I would try to just encourage like a, a, a friendship, you know, a continued right. friendship. Let's, let's not, let's not part, man, you know, hating each other. It's just something that we couldn't get past. Okay. 
one more for you. <clears throat> okay. If you th- y'all think of one, you could pitch it into. Um, not a physical thing, like the diaper and the onesie, the whole deal. But whenever you walk into the bedroom, whether it be for the dirty or just just to go to sleep or whatever, everything turns to baby talk. You're talking about baby talk, right? Would you tuck me in? That kind of everything, whether it's a conversation, the dirty, or just going to bed, everything goes to baby talk. And this is like the first time you're with them, where you just figured out, or this is something you walk into the bedroom for the first time, and she gets she goes into baby talk, you know, whether it be during sex or whatever, Mm -hmm. and you're like, what the fuck is this shit? Because she won't, she don't break character. She she's committed (laughs) to baby talk in the bedroom. You're like, well, that was kind of weird. And the next night you go over there. And y'all are just chilling in the bedroom watching TV, but everything's still fucking baby talk. Yeah, see, I mean, that would. But the minute she leaves the room, she's fine. But whenever he goes in the bedroom for anything, sleep, sex, just to chill out, everything's baby talk. And gives no, gives no explanation for it. Yeah, I would, I would instantly uh, suggest that we move the kitchen table in there and put the bed in the, in the kitchen <laughs> just to see if it's the, the same if it's just the room. I was like, there's a lot of rooms you fuck in. <laughs> My boys are problem solvers yeah, right now. We will figure that shit out too, man. <laughs> Yeah. There's some kind of anomaly in this room making her go into baby talk. That's right, man. Just, we ought to sell this house, man. We got to go somewhere else, man. <laughs> you know, There's only a nursery in here. Yeah. We'll work it out. Yeah, I don't. I would think we'd work it out. And if we couldn't work it out, man, we'd just be friends. Looking for a two bathroom, no bedroom house. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Did y'all got anything else tonight? Y'all good? Oh man, uh, I'm, I'm great. Good deal. Jiggy, good. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode of The Hango Show. Be sure to go by Tripod Broadcasting to check out all the shows on the network. Also, be sure to check out our sponsors down in the show notes. Ebles.com, E-A-B-L-E-S, where you can save 15% on your next purchase with the discount code HANGO. Also, check out MyDelta8.com, and also look at our Amazon link down there. If you're going to buy something on Amazon, just click through that link, bolt park it, send a little money our way. Again... Harpoon, Jut, love you guys, and I love all y'all out there for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye.